Now, the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. Yeah, we're back. They let us let us come back in, and uh, we're glad you're here. Uh, 919-860-9783. You're listening to the Weekend Gardener. Mike Rayleigh here. Ann Clamp is off today. we got Brother Rufus with us, Rufus Edmonston. And, of course, uh, Nelson Cox, owner of the Garden Hut in Fuquay Arena. Is here and Johnny Coley, who is an extension agent in person and Granville County, with us. And let's go quickly to Arnetta. She's been waiting a while. Arnetta, how can we help you this morning? Arnetta, morning. yes, ma'am. How can we help you? I need to know the best way to care for a Norfolk Island pine. Keep it inside. Don't overwater it. <laughs> Unless you live on Norfolk Island. <laughs> it is a tropical plant. It sure is, yeah. You don't want it to get cold because it it's used to being used to living off the coast of Australia and Yeah, that's that's a um I mean it's not a difficult plant, but um you you definitely don't want it to dry out, but then again you can't keep it wet either. So I say, you know, water it from the bottom up, pour off any excess. Uh, minimal water this time of year and keep it away from your heat vent. I had one that grew so tall that I finally had to let it go and give it to a person to put in their lobby in their office because <laughs> that thing will grow. I'm telling you, they will grow. Hundred foot. Can I uh, keep it in the garage during the winter? Is no. that warm? Too cold. I'm telling you, it's too cold. Doesn't get like that on Norfolk Island. <laughs> Yeah. In the house, it's then. It like it's on 9B is as far as south as it go, which is fairly warm. So if, you, if yeah, your garage you doesn't get below 40 degrees, I think you'll be all right. But I don't think it'll be that happy, will it? it it'll survive at it'll 40 survive degrees, it, but it, it it's not going to come up and embrace you. And Why do you, you want to relegate it to the garage? Just in the wintertime. Uh-huh. Put some Christmas lights on it. Yeah. Christmas tree. Right, there you yeah. Go. yeah about that i don't think it gets below 40 in my garage well it'll it'll hang over on that one is it sunny in your garage yes i have it in yeah. front of a window <laughs> oh you've already put it out there yeah <laughs> <laughs> well I'm, 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 I'm gonna vote for you surviving with it like, for it's surviving yeah not you surviving it's surviving uh, it, it'll be okay 
Okay. One thing you might want to think about by moving it into a cooler area, it will not take as much water as it did inside. So keep an eye on that. As Nelson mentioned, um, water will be a a big, big factor. You don't want to overwater it. I think I've read where it said to mist them occasionally. That's that's if it's in an air conditioned or heated room. For humidity. Okay, well, thank you so much. I'll try my best. Arnetta, you let us know about this this Norfolk Island pine now. We we want it to survive. You you keep us up to date on it. I'll try, I'll try to. You have a Merry Christmas, too, Arnetta. Thank you. Yes, ma'am. Bye. Miss Monica, I, Monica Wood out of the State Farmers Market, do you, do you have a Norfolk Island pine? I don't. Yeah, I don't either. They sound kind of picky yeah, unish to me. The Granville office, we've got one. I, I water it about once a week, and it seems to do pretty well. It's in a very light, very. It's in the in the lobby. Oh, okay. I missed that yesterday because I walked through the lobby a couple of times, and I I didn't yeah. didn't even notice it. It's, it's not a real large one, but oh, okay. All right, Miss Monaco. So what's uh, it's pretty chilly at the farmers market this morning, isn't it? It is a little chilly. Have to bundle up pretty good to come on out, but everybody's hustling and bustling down there, getting everything unloaded, and lots of great stuff in our farmers area. Still a few Christmas trees, and so great time to come out and maybe enjoy a hot breakfast over at the State Farmers Market restaurant. Um, Sounds good to me. Yes. So I, you know, I was uh, I was out and about last night. And I in that territory, and I noticed that the the folks who are going crazy about the 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 Dick's lights, the the light show that uh-huh. they're having out there, they they were backed up on Centennial Boulevard. I don't know how far if they went all the way to the farmers market or not the line, but then it would go out to then it went out to Avent Ferry Road and up one one lane up to Western Boulevard, and it. Uh, I don't know. There may be still people in line trying to, <laughs> trying to get in there. Yes, it's been a popular thing, and um, we went. I went through earlier this week, and and they're they've got a good setup over there. A lot of beautiful lights. So I think they're still selling tickets. I can't remember when it goes through, but um, I suggested to someone the other night, you know, come and have a meal at the seafood restaurant <laughs> on your way in or out, yeah. and um, that's a wonderful thing to kind of add to it. We're right here nearby, and um, you, of course, they still don't have indoor seating at the restaurant, but I've seen a lot of people yeah. buying it, just taking it to their cars and just kind of camping out and having a meal in their car, or taking it home, of course. Um, they do have some outdoor seating, which is a little chilly to take advantage of. It would be now, today, but it's supposed to get up to 50. That's not too bad. Yeah, later so. today it should be fine. Sure. Definitely. Well, Monica, how long did you have to wait in line? I'm asked, a lot of people ask me that. They say... You live out that way. Tell us about the lights. Well, I don't know anything. Yeah, well, I didn't have to wait that long. We went Monday night, which was one of the preview nights. Oh. Um, but then I think Tuesday night, I think it got a little crazier um, from my understanding. And I've heard some people say they did have to wait a, a good amount of time. But for us, we were able to go right through. But I think it's, you know, a little different now. I know they've changed some things around, my understanding, to try to help, you know, um, speed it up a little bit. And so, well, it looked very orderly last night. So, yeah, there, I think it's a learning experience of them, you know, figuring out the logistics of it all. And um, so, I'm sure they'll have it running smoother as they, you know, do do it a little bit more and see exactly what they can do to help control the traffic yeah. a little better. Well, that's fun. I remember when my kids were much younger, and uh, Reeves was 
a baby almost. I guess he was a toddler. And we went to something in Garner, uh, some parkway out there. Uh, Lake Benson, maybe? No, it wasn't Lake Benson. Mm-hmm. It was just off of 40. And that was, you know, 30 years. It wasn't 30 years ago. It was almost mm-hmm. 30 years ago. But golly, that was the Green Park something or some parkway over there. It was gorgeous. It's Just right gorgeous. over there. That was that was really pretty. I mean, you you were driving through. They had all Oh, the, was it by where they used to have the agri-food thing? I don't know. Maybe. But at any rate, it was it was magnificent. I I really enjoyed that. They did that well. There were lights all over the place. Mm-hmm. So uh, I hope people enjoy this. So how was um how about the uh, what do you have you have firewood this morning? Oh, definitely. Firewood's sort of a hot commodity right now. That's so. Um, you can buy it by the load, by the stack, um, by the bundle. They have it all different ways down there. So um, come out and you can get the firewood. There's some lighter down there that you can get. And, um, of course, if you're, you know, really wanting to get ready and have everything for your Christmas meal, you can go ahead and grab those collards and sweet potatoes and pecans, apples. And um, we have those tunnel strawberries, and if you've not tried those, they're delicious. Um, they're one of the ones that are grown down near Rocky Point, um, and they're growing those in a high tunnel, and they have a really great flavor. They're delicious. Very good. That that's uh, yeah. You have some foods there, food products that are very healthy too, this time of year. Yes, and apples, we have all different varieties of apples. I saw some apple cider this morning. As a matter of fact, I was thinking about getting some of it and warming some up and having a hot cup of apple cider. Oh, yeah. It's perfect on a day like today. Certainly. And, um, you know, so many, of course, turnips and, you know, I mentioned collards, but there's all other types of greens as well, such as spinach and turnip greens and um, some lettuce. We still have some, we have someone doing some hydroponic lettuce, so... Um, just a great selection still available with, of your fruits and vegetables down in our farmer's area. We still have someone that's doing wreaths, fresh wreaths, um, some centerpieces and flags and that sort of thing. And, of course, I mentioned that we still have a couple Christmas tree growers hanging on and still have a, a small selection of Christmas trees down there. So if you're looking to do one, you know, this week with your family as a last-minute Christmas tree, you can definitely come and find one here at the market. Um Supplies are limited, though, and um, they've been going pretty fast. So um, come out and take advantage of that while you can still get one. Yeah, it's amazing that there are still some available. But Yeah, well, they have worked really hard to, to, to get I bet so. Here. I mean, the demand um, is incredible yes, this year. Um, they have really, really stretched themselves. Um, the, the two that have hung on, they have gone to extreme measures just to be able to, su- to supply trees. They said they didn't. Didn't want anybody to go lacking, so oh, they've good. made several trips back and forth to the mountains. So. I think people are putting Christmas trees in just about every room this year. Yeah, I think people <laughs> the make lights on everything out in the yard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. So uh, we've the market shops are are just a magnificent place this time of year, but uh, any time of year actually, but this yeah. time of year especially. They 
are, and I have a grand announcement to make. Um, Rufus should be excited. Uh-oh. The grill has reopened. <laughs> well, hallelujah. Today well, let's give a round of applause for the grill. Special day. That um, means the Rufus dog is alive. Back in business. It is. And um, so you're going to have to come by and give them the, the A-OK um, to make sure they're they're making it just right and give them any suggestions. I'm sure they'll... Be happy to see you and hear from you to make sure they've got it to perfection. Well, Rufus, you might get three hot dogs today just, yeah. to, just to make sure. <laughs> I'm licking my lips now. Yes, <laughs> and um, they're, they're doing a wonderful job. They've added a few um, unique items to the menu, and they're just getting started, so they're planning to add even more to the menu a little later. They're doing something. I've got to try one of these. They're doing an omelet sandwich. Um, so I can't wait to try that. And, of course, that sounds good. The hot dogs yeah, and um, the Rufus dog, like we mentioned, they're also featuring some beef hot dogs and some other sandwiches. And they they have those pop snacks. If you haven't tried them, they're great to try. They're actually serving those at the grill, too, with some um, apple spread on them. And um, a couple other toppings that they're doing. And then, of course, you can buy, buy them down at their other little booth with the, a bag to take home and enjoy ever how you would like. And they do such a good job. They're the home of the snowflake. Um, and they have expanded out into the grill now. So we're excited about that. And so they still have breakfast and, and lunch? They are, and their hours are um, 7 to 3 on Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. And on Sunday, they're open from 8 till 4. Now, Ronnie used to call it walking around food. Yes, (laughs) it is. Yeah. It is. And um, we're just excited to have them back open. And um, so everybody come out and welcome those guys and and help support them and getting them started. And, you know, we have 321 Coffee down there, too. Another great stop for, for this chilly morning. and. Go by and support those guys. NC State students have done a wonderful job with that business, and um, they continue to expand, and they are doing just a wonderful job with the the folks that they're working with and giving them that environment and the opportunity to be able to work with them and um, support those, you know, support them. And they have a few gift ideas. They do gift cards. Some of our other businesses do gift cards as well. The State Farmers Market Restaurant, I know, is doing gift cards right now. So great. Great gift ideas. If you can't think of something to get someone, I believe they would definitely love to come shop at the market. Does uh, 321 offer hot chocolate? They do. Okay. They certainly do. And I believe the grill has it as well. Um, So there's a couple places you can grab some hot chocolate, something to keep you warm while you're out here walking around. And while you're shopping in the market shops, Fruit baskets, gift baskets, you can have one custom made. They already have some made. Wonderful gift, a grab-and-go. Uh, cakes and pies, all kinds of cookies and um, candies, fudge. Uh, so if you're not into baking yourself, maybe um, for Christmas, you can definitely come out and let someone else do it for you. They are still taking some special orders at our um, Nancy Joe's Homemade and at the Market Bakery. So if you haven't gotten your order in, go ahead and do so in the next couple of days so they'll be sure to have it ready for you. Of course, there's all kinds of meats and cheeses available in there, North Carolina wine. There's the hammock guy where you can get them. That would make a great gift as well. There's flags, all kinds of birdhouses, and just so much more. I believe you could probably do all your Christmas shopping right here. Yes, yes. Well... 
it's it's a it's a great day to go out there. Nice cool day, and uh, started out with a breakfast at the farmers market restaurant. Definitely, and um, if you have non-perishable food items you want to drop off, um, they will go to the Interfaith Food Shuttle. You can just drop them off there at the Giving Tree inside the market shops. Well, and um, great I idea. Appreciate that support this season. Yes, ma'am. Well, you have a wonderful Christmas. And you too. And come see us. We're here seven days a week. Now, we do close at 3 p.m. on Christmas Eve, and then we'll be reopened on the 26th. All right. We'll have to come out and bring some peanut brittle. Yeah. Oh, yes. Well, thanks for your diligence about my little uh, wish, Monica. Yes. We can't wait to see you. We're going to have to get you get your picture down there. We're going to have to <laughs> that make it all official. Right? Yes, with a hot dog in each hand. Yes. Thank you, Monica. Uh-huh. You guys take care. Yes, ma'am. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. More of the Weekend Gardener coming up. It's 923. You're listening to one of the longest-running radio shows in the country, the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. Yeah, we're back on WPTF. Mike Rayley here, along with uh, my friend Rufus Edmonston and uh, Nelson Cox, owner of the Garden Hut in Fuquay Verena. Johnny Coley is an extension agent in person in Granville County. Nelsa, you're in your mama's listening this morning? I don't know. I hope so. Hey, Mom. Hey, Dad. Merry Christmas. Yeah, Merry Christmas. <laughs> and Julian, North Carolina. Now, she she uh, listens on Alexa. Yeah, yeah. Which is a, a good Good thing. Yeah. Um, Another way to listen to WPTF. Yeah. And it was so fun. Um, a, a friend of ours, Vicki and Lou, gave her, my, my mother and father, Alexa, and they set it up. And so I was at the farmhouse a couple nights ago, and, and I said, no, Mom, I'm, I'm going to do the show Saturday morning. Be sure to listen. Well, we'd have to go to the car. And I said, Alexa, <laughs> play WPTF 680, and, and bam. I don't know why she so. can't pick it up in Julian. Well, she be able to. I think that she probably just doesn't have a radio in the house. So, oh, okay. I think uh, you know she gotcha. doesn't stream it from her phone, so she'd have to listen in the sure. car. But you well, can pick it up very well in yeah, Julian. Yeah. Absolutely, I thought so. Well, because we we have a fair amount of Greensboro area listeners. Glad to have that. Herb. Got the guy in Pleasant Garden. That's right. Yeah. A lawyer. We got lawyers all over the place. We we need lawyers. Uh, Herb uh, is in Durham. Herb, good morning, my friend. We got a couple of minutes before news. It won't take that long. Good morning to all of you. Just wanted to call and wish. Morning. You, I believe it's Johnny, Nelson, Rufus, and you this morning. Yes, sir. That, that happy holidays to all of you. Thank you. Real quick, uh, I know Thank Rufus you. likes, I think he likes hot peppers and all. Oh, man. We've, oh, yeah, we've yeah. talked on and off the air about the hot peppers this morning. Well, Rufus, I don't know. Have you tried growing habanero which is which is pretty hot and they have beautiful peppers right now oh yes that's that's one that i grow all the time for my brother-in-law to use in the mix but he he loves to have habaneros tabasco sauce and then I, the only thing i've not been able to get any uh the tabasco pepper. tabasco peppers as i said a moment ago and habaneros are a pretty good substitute absolutely well mine right now i finally cut them because of the uh Freeze, but I've got them in the kitchen here, and they're absolutely gorgeous with that beautiful color. 
So anyway, y'all have a great holiday and take care and be safe. Wear a mask, wash your hands, and proper distance. Bye. Absolutely. Thank you, Herb. <laughs> you know, Merry I did Christmas. that before all of this pandemic stuff. I I just I washed my hands. I, I I like to be clean and you know scrubbing stuff and. And I'm kind of shy, so I stay away from people <laughs> right much. <laughs> I don't go that many places, so I was uh, I was practicing all these years. Herb, try try frying up some of those habaneros to mix in with beans and things. Whew. Man, I don't know. We we need to talk about eggs and bacon or something. Or something. <laughs> More of the weekend gardener coming up on WPTF. Let's get back to the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. We're back on WPTF. Mike Rayley here along with Ann. Uh, Ann Clapp's not here. What am I saying? I'm just used to saying that. <laughs> Autopilot. Ann's not here. Ann? No, she's not here. Rufus Edmonston is here. I'm here. Yeah. And Nelson Cox. Johnny, are you still there? Yes, sir. Still okay. Still here. You don't have to say sir. <laughs> I was only a first yeah. sergeant in military school. I, I wasn't a lieutenant. So uh, I was just looking, uh, a friend of mine, I mentioned Ted Hardy early. He just sent me a photograph of Harold, uh, the late Harold Cooley's <coughs> house, congressman, right at the end. If you've never been to Nashville, it's a beautiful small town. It, it's one of the prettiest small towns around, and uh, – Mr. Cooley, who was a congressman for 33 years, lived in this big white house at the end of Washington Street. And it is a private, uh, I believe a peanut operation man uh, has owned it for several years. And, and it's just even it's even better than when Mr. Cooley owned it. It's beautiful. It's all decorated for Christmas. So uh, it's nice to nice to see that home all lit up like that. I used to... You always knew when someone was coming important coming to town because Mr. Cooley would have a red carpet all the way out to the street. It was a really long red carpet all the way from his door to to the end of the, uh, his his walkway. I remember him fondly when I was with Senator Irvin in, in the pre-Watergate days in Washington. He he wore a, a boat hat, yep. a white suit most of the time in the summertime. Uh, it was just a dandy dandy dapper dresser very very handsome gentleman and yeah. uh he he brought a lot of a lot they of dignity him, him the sugar daddy because he was the chairman of the the house agricultural committee and uh set sugar quotas and so they named him the sugar daddy yeah <laughs> yeah he was he was very very powerful and i think he when he he was that went out uh, jim gardner beat him in 66 he was at that time the seventh highest ranking member of of the house and so uh, he very very powerful but um got a cool nice nice little town always has been but it's a beautiful town to me all right 919-860-9783 919-860-wptf william is in Cary. now this is is this william the air traffic controller yeah good morning uh, yeah merry christmas william you just kind of hanging around, or are you heading to the beach, or what are you doing today? Matter of fact, I just left Pine Level, stocked up some sausage, take the Beaufort for Christmas morning. Hmm. Pine hmm. Level 
Is that is that the uh, place is that the place to go for for sausage? Yeah, I went stopped by the Hunter there and uh, oh yeah, some fresh sausage there. Yeah, make some sausage balls and have some fresh sausage for breakfast in the morning. How about that? Are you gonna cook it? You gonna cook it, William? Oh, oh yeah, yeah. I'm a good cook, Rick. Yeah, well, that's my my I, duty on Sunday morning to be the cook. Yeah, yeah. I got a question about a lime tree. See if you guys can help me. Got a lime tree in the kitchen. She gets pretty, a lot of sun, and I only water once a week. And every every uh, two or three months, she'll bloom about fifty limes, and then I only get two or three limes out of it. The rest of them fall off. A little too much water, I think. Do you ever put it outside in the uh, the warmer months, the growing season? It, yeah, in the summertime, I set it out on the the uh, screened in porch, but. Well, I have something similar to that happen, William. It, it's it. I get four or five though, and and there's such. They are, does yours produce the regular size like mine does? Yeah, yeah, it produces a regular size lime. But I mean, when the blooms come out, it'll put about twenty, thirty blooms on it, and the little limes come out, and then I only get about two or three of them after they all drop off. Two or three, I stay on. Hmm. Probably needs to be in a larger container. Larger container? Yeah. Okay. I got a big one now. I don't know if I can get find a bigger one than that one. Okay. Well, that solves that. Yeah. So cut back on the water. Because I watered like once a week, about three cups once a week. Yeah, or in the Whoa. spring, you could also do some root pruning to it. Um, okay. And then I don't I'm know if you to use like a citrus spring. fertilizer or... Yeah, I'm thinking of fertilizer. So it sounds like there's some kind of stress factor happening. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Well, I'm going to tell Ruth, I heard y'all, heard y'all talk about peppers this morning. I got three Carolina Reapers mm. producing like crazy. But uh, I'm scared to touch them. <laughs> <laughs> well, put some gloves on. No kidding. Yeah, you have to be very careful with, with that. You have to scratch yeah. your nose or something, you're going to have a problem, William. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm scared to eat them, too. I just throw them and give them to my son. He he, he puts them in his uh, chili, but there's no way I'm touching them. It's, it's too hot. He puts that in his chili? Hmm. He puts that in his chili. He dices them up and puts them in his chili. That's going to be a hot uh, chili. Is that boy all right? Yeah, he uh, he can <laughs> eat a, a jalapeno or habanero just right off the, the plant. Good Lord have mercy. Gosh, he wouldn't. He wouldn't even have winced at all with if, with that candy I brought. <laughs> he puts it in his chili. Yeah, he puts that Carolina Reaper. Matter of fact, he's the one that gave me the plant. I've been I've been growing it for about three years now. It's kicking out some good peppers. How do you How do you wonder it over? I just keep it in the house. Uh, I keep it right there on the uh, screen in porch. Or, or oh, oh yeah, okay. You don't bring it in and out then. Yeah. No, no. I keep it right there on the. And, uh, but yeah, I want to call you guys and wish you a Merry Christmas. And uh, your uh, your gift is still coming, Rufus. But I think it got held up in transit crossing the ocean, so it's, uh, I keep tracking it. So well, I hope they I hope play. they didn't devour it. Yeah, yeah. I hope they didn't devour it or get caught up in customs. One of the two. <laughs> yeah. Are we talking about contraband? Well, no, we're no, talking about uh, world trade. Oh, okay. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> Commerce. <laughs> It's As in Cuban cigars, huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Dominicans are coming. <laughs> but I, I got that little uh, 
thing you gave me last year at the Christmas party. We're going to open it up at Christmas this year. Well, see what it tastes like. Yeah, it's been aging for a good year now since I've had it, so I'm going to see how it tastes this Christmas. Yeah, of course, no, we're just talking about tomato juices, you know. Tomato juice? Yeah, tomato yeah. juice. Not sweet potato yeah. vodka? <laughs> right. <laughs> From Green County? <laughs> but you guys have a good show and a great Christmas, and I hope you have a happy and prosperous New Year next year. You know, I'm still worried. Is your son married? Uh, no, he... Uh, okay, I was going to wonder about his wife, how she felt about the uh, the... <laughs> The chili. Oh, chili. <laughs> she, she helped him make the chili. As a matter of fact, he just graduated nursing school uh, this week in Charlotte. Well, he'll and he'll need hospitals at, at some point <laughs> with, <laughs> with this. Well, they're coming back to Cary to work at Wake Med there in Cary. So when, when he gets in town, I have him make a big old pot of that chili with the Carolina Reaper and stop by the station with it. Oh, okay. Oh, well, I'll, uh, I got a couple of people. I'd, I'll be glad to serve it to I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, I, I hope your son remains very uh, non-susceptible to COVID and doesn't get any any kind of difficulty that way and hope he gets a shot real quickly. Well, he may have found the answer he, with yeah, those peppers. You need some chili that like could, that. That'll ward <laughs> off anything. Curious. That could be it. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, my friend, take care, William. Merry Christmas. Right, yeah, Christmas to you. All right. Keep it between the ditches now. Don't that's, run off the road, in other words. That's good for a contractor. Keep it between the ditches yeah, and the lines. That's right. All right, uh, 919-860-9783. Johnny, do you have any problem with all this pepper talk? Oh, no, no. It's um, <laughs> I was just I was just thinking, you said make sure you wash your hands after you handle that. I was sowing some uh, some peppers one time. Uh, actually, they were just the ornamental peppers, which which can be fairly hot. The little small uh, peppers that that um, come on those can be very hot. But I was I I was sowing them, and a, a customer came up, and we um, were talking, and and I just touched the corner of my eye, and it set them on fire. <laughs> oh man! Yeah, it, Ooh, it'll sure do it. Just the seeds, uh, just just handling the seeds. So you do have to be careful. Um, with that, my nephew actually was handling some habaneros one time uh, when he was very small and uh, and, and and got up some in his eyes. So it's yeah, it's one thing to be uh, uh, cautious of when handling uh, very hot peppers. It's not just the, the the taste of them that's hot, but just handling them can uh, can be uh, yeah. fairly dangerous if you if you get your um you know rub your eyes or something after handling them that's, yeah I, I wear rubber gloves and then take them off immediately and wash my hands yeah yeah exactly i was also um just going back to another the, a previous caller about the tomatoes in louisiana i looked up louisiana uh, state university's uh suggestions for tomatoes and and they do have a lot of tomatoes that we grow here in north carolina on that list so very good. Some of the mountain varieties that are actually developed up at the uh, Fletcher's, uh, up in the mountains of North Carolina, Fletcher Research Station up there. So uh, we do raise a lot of the, the heat-tolerant tomatoes uh, are common. Celebrity, Better Boy, for America, and as I mentioned, the mountain varieties. Even Sun Gold, which is one of the favorite cherry. Tomatoes. Yeah, they were, they, Sun Golds work very well My here. Fave. Yeah. Yeah. So, and there, there are a lot of different varieties of of those smaller yellow 
type tomatoes, but uh, Sun Gold, I guess, is the most famous. We'll have to ask Gerald Adams next week. He's he's coming to join us next week. He and Miss Pam Beck. So we'll uh, we'll talk a little bit about that too. But I'm glad to, glad to know that there are some similarities, even though that is a very very hot humid area, Louisiana, that uh, that people can grow some of the varieties here and <clears throat> be sure that they are going to survive or should survive in the humidity and heat that we have here. But uh, you know, there's a lot that goes into growing tomatoes. It's not not just uh, their susceptibility to that. More of the Weekend Gardener coming up, 919-860-9783. You're listening to the Weekend Gardener at 947. For 40 years, it was the Tar Heel Gardener. And since then, the Weekend Gardener has invited you into their backyard. A WPTF tradition since 1945. 9.51 WPTF time. Mike Rayleigh here. Uh, Brother Rufus and Johnny Coley is with us. Also, Nelson Cox, owner of the Garden Hut in Fuquay, Verena. And uh, someone someone was talking about at our church, they have, have noticed a lot of rabbit droppings in, in different places. Rabbits have been prolific this year. Lots of rabbits. Lots of rabbits and lots of squirrels. Yeah. So what what do you yeah. what do you suggest? What what do y'all suggest? Now Johnny was talking about some kind of rabbit disease yesterday. Oh really? Yeah. I, one of the wildlife guys I was speaking to earlier this fall uh, mentioned something. I can't remember the details of, uh-huh. of that, but uh, but he's got some some rabbits. Uh, there was some of the disease that went through, and it, rabbits sort of come and go. It seems right. they, they sort of ebb and flow as far as their population. I, in some years, you don't hardly really see any, and all of a sudden, you, you see a lot. Saw a lot this spring and, and summer. Yeah. But uh, y'all, any ideas of how to keep them away? Red pepper. They don't like red pepper, but you got to you you could put that. Uh, you know, I must garden. Uh, red pepper and a lot of that's. Yeah, I think when it comes to. Um, you know pansies and and things of that nature or food you're trying to grow i mean you're just going to have to keep them out you can put a small little little fence up for things you're trying to to grow to eat um as far as like um you know, small beds of of pansies violas and things like that that rabbits might get into um you can almost use like a um a small mesh to put over them or stake around it so it's not that visible or noticeable and you still can enjoy the flowers or as you say, um, you know, I have good success with the I Must Garden. Um, if you use it a- according to the label and you get it, you know, shake it up really well and, um, you know, apply it once every 30 days, um, since seems to do the trick. Um, or, like you say, um, pepper and things of that nature. But, um, you know, throw them some food, feed them in another area. Mm. <laughs> you know, yeah. 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 Awesome. Some catch plants that uh, that they like and attract them somewhere else maybe. But right. The netting, I've uh, uh, the the netting does work well. We've we've started having issues here with squirrels and um, uh, used a, a a netting, just a, a fine netting around the tomato plants uh, this year, and that that seemed to work very right. well for the squirrels. So mm. um, that 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 you know a physical barrier or or repellent is is really the the two choices. 
you've got for them. The squirrels are, you know, I tell people, the squirrels are harder to keep out than deer. You know, you can put a deer fence up, the squirrels will just climb right over the fence. Right, so, yeah. So yeah, that's true. It's even more difficult to control them sometimes than the, than, than the deer. Uh, but it can be a, and, and they, it becomes more and more of an issue every year, sure. That's right. Well, we've got one of the uh, the great North Carolina broadcasters, Ken Tanner, with us this morning. Uh, Ken, good morning to you. Good morning to all of you, and I wish you a Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to you. How are you, how are you doing, my friend? Well, I'm still rehabbing, believe it or not. And uh, my rehab person uh, happens to be Mac Wilkinson, no relation to Ray. But how about that? <laughs> yeah, I think yeah. Uh, then I'm, uh, I don't have my knockout roses anymore, uh, to look at, but, uh, so Rufus, you'll appreciate this, uh, former pastor of our St. Michael's Catholic Church, Monsignor Wall, uh, who, uh, just celebrated his 60th anniversary of ordination of the priesthood. Wow. He, uh, he came dragging in a couple of Sundays ago. All of his Christmas decorations. So now I have a, a little tree to look at, and I've got uh, the little candles in every window and my new place. So it, uh, you know, I was going to have me have Christmas whether I wanted it or not. <laughs> okay. Well, that's <laughs> so great. That's great, Ken. That was so nice of him to do that. Yes, it was. It uh, had the, you know, the little lights already on it. And uh, my caretaker here went out to uh, the store and got a little bitty of the uh, balls to, to decorate it a little bit more than it was. And candy canes and everything. I had not planned on a tree, but now that I have it, I tried to have something to look at. Well, a lot of people we, we've talked about on this show, and uh, it's been on the news, of course, uh, that uh, the People are really buying up the Christmas trees, and they they started pretty early this this season to do so. And so, uh, everybody's got a Christmas tree this year, I guess. Well, I think uh, that might have to do with our being a hunkered down. That's right. Yeah, bring us a little cheer. Able to uh, to do just what uh, Monsignor did for me that uh, to have a little Christmas cheer, as you say. Yeah. Yes, indeed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, well, the Cecil Leonard uh, story for today was, you know, you have the farm tours every year. Uh, Bernie Todd, the late professor Bernie Todd, used to conduct these uh, farm tours of the tobacco farm, and they would uh, they would meet uh, with a bunch of farmers and they go to two or three farms and uh, see what they were doing, growing their tobacco. And uh, so one of the farms, the, uh, the the pump chemical man was uh, there on the farm tour, uh, helping out. He went up to the farmer, who was the host farmer, and uh, he said, uh, what time is it? And he said, it's, it's 12 o'clock. He said, oh, I thought it was much later than that. The farmer said, it don't get no later than 12 o'clock. oh the cecil and leonard stories from from uh the great ray wilkinson yeah nobody like it nobody like him 
Merry, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, Ken. Well, Ken, you're a wonderful person, and Merry Christmas to you, too. Yes, sir. Looking forward to the Rufus dog when I get out. Well, you get out of there. I'm going to try it today. Yeah. We'll give you a full report next week. By all means. Thank you, Ken. Take care. Bye. Bye-bye. Uh, the great Ken Tanner, who was, uh, who, along with Ray Wilkinson, Dix Harper, Vern Strickland, were the ag guys at uh, the Tobacco Radio Network, which is, is for the last, I don't know how many years now, is the North Carolina News Network, which I work for. And they uh, were also on television and uh, boy, Ray Wilkinson was one of my heroes. What was the program that, that started at about twelve noon with Eddie Arnold singing the cattle call, <laughs> the cattle song? And he, he that had, was that. I guess that was our farm hour. It, it must have been. I remember that Eddie Arnold would do the yodeling. Yeah, that that certainly goes back a long long ways to um, I don't know forty the forties maybe, and then it ended. Sometime in the late 70s, early 80s, uh, the farm hour. But, yeah, but uh, that, that was a great group over there. 919-860-9783, 919-860-WPTF. You're listening to The Weekend Gardener. We have a garden question. If you're trying to get rid of rabbits in your yard uh, or you want to grow some uh, peppers, some ghost peppers or something like that, <laughs> you can you can certainly call. We've talked a lot about that this morning. More of the Weekend Gardener coming up on WPTF. <laughs> 